So what 800 Gambler does is it, it, it gets the word out, like we are here to help you and here are the resources to help. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of In the Den. I am your host, CJ Bachman. Today, I am joined by Felicia Grandin. She is the executive director at 1-800-GAMBLER, also the Council of Compulsive Gambling of New Jersey. Welcome, Felicia. Thank you so much, CJ. Thank you for having us on your show. Yeah, absolutely. We are so happy to have you. And we've worked with Gambler for quite some time now. But for those people who may not know, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started with Gambler? Well, um, I began working with the Casino Control Commission many years ago, uh, and I served as their legislative liaison, handled a lot of uh, regulatory legislative matters. And that's how I first came in contact with uh, the Council on Compulsive Gambling of New Jersey. And in fact, the first piece of legislation that I worked on uh, was uh, included the very first uh, state allocation to uh, the Council on Compulsive Gambling. So it's like my life life has just gone full circle. But I've always like had a heart for those that are struggling with a gambling problem. Um, you know, the council is neutral on gambling, I should point out. You know, we're not for or against, but we're here to help people that have a gambling problem or to help uh, to provide information to prevent fe- people from developing a gambling problem. So anyway, it dates back to when I was working at the commission. Then it carried over. I worked in higher education. I worked at Stockton University on the administrative side. Uh, but then I le- later did research. Um, well, I also did research at the at the Casino Control Commission uh, with regards to the social and economic e- impacts of gambling over 20 years. At that point in time, it was. Um, and then I did research when I was working at Stockton University for the Levinson Institute of Gaming, Hospitality and Tourism. And the research that I focused on had to do with youth gambling, uh, college uh, gambling, uh, and that brought me once again in contact with the Council on Compulsive Gambling. So one thing led to another, and um, I was asked to serve on their board of directors, and I served on their board for four years. And then this opportunity opened up uh, with regards to um, serving as the executive director, and um, I've been serving in that capacity almost two years now, which has flown. Uh, but I, I have agree. to say, I agree. yeah. But I really love what I do. I love I love the fact that I can help people. Um, I, I just really enjoy my work very much. That it doesn't seem like work. And I should, right. if, if I can go back for a moment. When I was working at the commission, one of the things that I would do is whenever there was a dignitary in town, uh, you know, from abroad, because we used to have a lot of people coming in from other countries to learn about our regulation, as well as um, government representatives and members of the legislature, we would conduct these back of the house tours so we could explain to uh, those individuals how we regulate uh, the casino industry, because that's really what it mainly was at that time, that in the lottery. and every time I would walk across the casino floor, I would think about the people that were gambling that could potentially lose their shirt that day. It was like a disturbing thing for me to think of, you know, um, and I thought about it every single time I walked across the casino floor. So, um, you know, it, I'm really blessed that uh, with this opportunity because I really believe in what we're doing um, and the need for the council. Um, and, you know, just happy to be here. So that's how I came to, to serve in, in my current capacity. 
No, and, and that's great. And if you're in the tri-state area, it's almost impossible to not know who the Council of Compulsive Gambling is, right? You, I mean, you see the billboards, yeah. you hear it on the radio. But for listeners who may be listening and don't quite understand, can you tell us a little bit about what you guys physically do and how you support gamblers and their families, as well as kind of what the mission is? Yes. Well, a um, little bit of history. Back in the early 80s, um, there was a survey that was conducted by uh, the New Jersey State Health Commission. Uh, that indicated that there was approximately 175,000 disordered gamblers in New Jersey, but there really weren't any resources for help. Um, in, in 1982, there were about, uh, we were established um, at the behest of the New Jersey Department of Health to be an advocate for the problem gambler and to work towards societal acceptance of disordered gambling as a treatable illness because it was, wasn't recognized as such. And we still struggle to have it recognized and to have appropriate funding allocated and whatnot. Um, and then the following year, we were established as a, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And as I mentioned, um, we're neutral on gambling. Um, we've had a, a number of milestones. I don't want to get off track, but we've had a number of milestones. Um, we were the first to establish a gambling helpline in 1983. Um, we receive about 19,000 to 20,000 calls uh, yearly. So we're kept very busy with our 800 Gambler Helpline. Uh, we also helped to initiate the first certification uh, class uh, for um, gambling counselors because that was also needed. There weren't gambling-specific therapists and counselors. Um, we received our st first state appropriation, which I was part of in 1991 when I worked for the commission. And um, we established uh, our, the very first one of the very first websites, um, which we are so grateful to have one SEO uh, help us with because you guys have done an amazing job, uh, which has a wealth of information. And uh, that website receives anywhere from 20,000 to 40,000 hits monthly. Um, and then we uh, in the earlier uh, early 2000s, uh, we. Um, uh, we obtained funding to provide treatment referral services to people in New Jersey. So if someone's uh, unable to afford uh, treatment, uh, you know, counseling, therapy, whether it be inpatient, outpatient, we have a pot of money that we distribute to uh, treatment providers to help pay for um, people that are struggling for their therapy. Um, so, you know, we also refer people to treatment providers through our 800 Gambler helpline when they call in. And then in 2022, just last year, um, the 800 Gambler number was adopted by the National Council on Problem Gambling as a national helpline. So we are really honored that they look to our number and, uh, you know, to our years of experience um, to help those throughout the country be able to access help. So that's a little bit about our history. Um, generally speaking, we've been helping people for 40 years, whether they be people that are struggling themselves or a family member, because gambling affects every it affects every relationship uh, that an individual has if they have a gambling problem. We're here to heighten the awareness about problem and disordered gambling. And we do that by going throughout the state and making presentations to all different types of demographic groups, to seniors, to at-risk groups, to youth. Um, there's just so many different geographic, I'm sorry, demographic groups that we that we um, 
we reach out to and we do it throughout the state of New Jersey. So we're kept pretty busy because there's a lot of organizations and uh, there's just it's just an unending effort to get the word out there about what gambling is, how a gambling problem can occur, steps to take to prevent it, how to recognize the signs of a gambling problem. those are the types of top points that we make when we make presentations to different groups. Uh, we also provide professional training to treatment providers. We have a 30-hour virtual training course that people can take at their at their leisure. It's one of the requirements of, of becoming one of our treatment providers, because we have about 40 treatment providers now that we provide referrals to and that can uh, their clients can benefit from the funding that we receive for treatment. Uh, So we provide professional training and and certification opportunities. And as I mentioned, we have a treatment provider network. So that that um, really helps to it's prevention and treatment. Those are the two areas. Prevention is getting the word out. Prevention is all of our advertising, all of the presentations that we conduct webinars that we may we sponsor because we do that regularly and then there's the treatment end where we have our treatment providers and we provide referrals for people that are calling into 800 gambler to get the help that they need um and um and to potentially assist in the funding of their treatment if they fall within the category you know um you know the the requirements uh, to benefit from that funding so we're kept really busy we're really yeah. busy and and a lot of what we do also with getting the word out is, you know, dealing with the media, dealing with the press and, you know, gambling and problem gambling has been a very hot topic, especially since the onset of internet gambling in 2013. And then on top of that, sports betting that became available in 2018. And our calls have really increased and people, there are a lot of people out there that are struggling. Um, So we've seen a significant increase. The other issue, you know, well, a main issue associated with gambling is that it's a hidden addiction. A lot of people don't understand the importance. Alcoholism is is a known addiction, right? There's a lot of support for there. There's a lot of understanding around that addiction. And it really doesn't kind of follow through with addictions like gambling. Why do you feel that it is so important that organizations like CCG&J exist? Well, um, Gambling is uh, that you touched upon is it it's a rather unique animal all right addiction animal for lack of a better word um because it's a hidden addiction people really can't see it uh, like they can see it or or smell it on someone with a drug problem or an alcohol problem and usually it's it becomes apparent when the individual who has the gambling problem has uh, lost their job has, are having financial problems, their relationships are, are at risk. Um, you know, so usually the problem isn't identified until they've hit rock bottom. That's usually the way it is. Why it's so important for the council to exist is that we are here to help people, to educate people uh, with regards to um, problem gambling, gambling in general, uh, to educate people that yes, problem gambling is exists, so that people don't feel alienated. Um, it, it exists, and there are resources for help. And a lot of people don't know that there are resources for help. Um, so what Eight Hundred Gambler does is it, it 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 gets the word out, like we are here to help you, and here are the resources to help. And one of the we have a great website, as I mentioned earlier. Um, 
And there's so much information contained in that website. There's a a 20 question uh, survey that one can take to see if you have a gambling problem. There's lots of information associated with warning signs that someone may have a gambling problem, as well as resources to go for help. So uh, we assist the problem gambler to help to educate them uh, and to enable them to find help, but also to help their loved ones to find help. There's, you know, there's GA meetings, Gamblers Anonymous meetings for the problem gambler. There's Game Anon meetings for uh, people, for their loved ones that need to, you know, that need to cope with the problem that their loved one has, the gambling problem that their loved one has. So it's it's really to educate um to uh, address and help people to overcome their gambling addiction, and then also to spread the word with regards to responsible gambling. Look, if you want to gamble, set time limits, set a certain dollar amount um, that you're willing to lose, because fact of the matter is, is the house usually wins. Most of the time, the house usually wins. Gaming companies would not be in business if they weren't making money, and they're making money off of people losing. so, um, you know, we're also here to help people to um, prevent uh, uh, the development of a gambling problem. So that's and I think that's our primary mission. Yeah. And I think it's so important for people to to understand that there there is a distinguishment between, you know, an, an addiction and, you know, maybe an unhealthy habit. Right. So you have mm-hmm. you know, like when we think about drinking, you think about, you know, people who maybe they're social drinkers and they go out, you know, on the weekend, they have some drinks, they they get a buzz and, and they enjoy themselves. And then, you know, throughout the week, they, they don't drink at all. Right. There there's not you know, they're just social drinkers and it works for them. And then there's yeah. people who try to be social drinkers and it just carries with them and they mm-hmm. start to hide it. They start to keep it, you know, to themselves because they realize, Hey, I really shouldn't be sitting at home alone drinking. Mm-hmm. It's so different with gambling. It goes from, you know, being to go out and have a good time and, you know, gamble a little bit to you know, a full on addiction to where you really can't control it. You think about yeah. it constantly. Yeah. It, it consumes you and mm-hmm. you hide it and you hide it even harder because a lot of times you're, you're using family finances at yeah. a, a certain point. So, you know, spouses can wake up one day and realize their house is going into foreclosure and, you know, the husband or the wife that has a gambling addiction tried ever, you know, they just thought, Oh, if I could just hit it big, just one time I can bail us out. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. just have to, And that's where services like what you guys offer are so huge because society doesn't always see it as a true addiction in which these individuals need help. They can't. Yes. They don't want to be in that position. Mm -hmm. And and, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're good. Go ahead. (laughs) And and usually, you know, with any addiction, uh, there's usually a reason why the person has gravitated to alcohol or drugs or gambling for that matter. You know, it's an escape. Many people, uh, you know, gamble or take drugs or, you know, rely on alcohol to escape, to escape the stressors in life. You know, Uh, you know, people may be grieving. You know, there's a lot of senior citizens that have lost a partner or anyone may have lost someone significant in their life and they're trying to fill up that void and escape that pain and that grief. Um, You know, usually it's in any addiction is a response to a a life circumstance, whether it's a trauma that one experienced earlier in life or a current trauma or current situation. You know, people are just trying to cope. They're trying to they're trying to, to deal and cope with the stresses of life. Biggest, you know, most important thing is that we 
we make healthy choices for you know, how we escape. We all need a little escape in every now have and then. Have to have so the right coping mechanism. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. I you know, agree. Exercise, take a walk, yeah. draw, paint, listen yeah. to music. There's a lot of ways that we can escape that are much more healthy and effective than, and you know. Rely on people, talk to them, open up. And I think that's yes. a big piece sometimes is people are so afraid to, you know, communicate. Well, yeah. let's, let's switch gears a little bit, Felicia, because this is a really exciting time for, for you and the council. You guys are hitting 40 years and you are mm-hmm. throwing a wonderful anniversary gala. So first off, congratulations on that. Um, Thank you. What can attendees or people who are going to be participating expect to get out of the event? So tell tell us a little bit about the event and what you guys are doing. Okay. Well, um, the event is scheduled for Friday, June the 9th. It's going to be at the New Jersey Law Center in uh, New Brunswick. Um, it's a really, really nice venue. We're going to be honoring Arnie Wexler. And Arnie Wexler uh, was a very... Um, is a very significant figure in the uh, problem gambling community. And he has been for the last almost 40 years. He was once executive director of the Council on Compulsive Gambling in New Jersey, the position that I'm in now. Uh, He served as executive director and he's been such a strong advocate for the problem gambler and their families. He has been in recovery, actually. He placed his last bet, I believe it was 55 years ago. Uh, And... uh, he has helped people ever since to, you know, find the help that they need. And um, he's just been an incredible figure. So we're going to be honoring him. There's going to be people uh, present from all different um, areas of the community. There's going to be people that are in recovery. Uh, there's going to be, um, you know, industry related people, people from the lottery, different casino uh, companies, uh, they're interested citizens, supporters of the council. So there's going to be a really nice balance of people that are attending the event. Uh, we're going to be having Craig Carton, who is a um, uh, is affiliated with WFAN uh, radio, sports radio. Uh, we sponsor a program that he delivers, the Craig Carton Show. Uh, Hello, my name is Craig, it's called. And it's usually on Saturday mornings. He is also in recovery. And uh, he's very well known in problem gambling circles, and he's going to be delivering our, our keynote um, speech. So it's going to be a, a very nice evening, and we're looking forward to celebrating 40 years of the council, celebrating 55 years of sobriety for Arnie Wexler, and uh, and honoring him at this event and hearing what Craig Carton has to say. So it's going to be a nice evening. That's great. And for people who do want to attend and they want to show their support, where do they go or how can they obtain tickets to the to the gala? They should go to our website, uh, which is 800gambler.org. And on the very first page towards the middle, you'll see, you know, tickets to the gala. And you just follow that link. Uh, tickets can be purchased online. Um, that's not a problem. And uh, we would love to, you know, see you there, to see everyone one there that is, is able to attend. I'm super excited. I'm going to be attending this year with a couple of folks here from 1SEO. But uh, as your final roar, for individuals who are are really touched by what the council is doing and what you guys are offering to the community, how else can individuals and organizations get in, involved and show support? Well, um, 
feel free to contact us if you uh, belong to an organization that is interested in having a presentation or, you know, we don't charge anything for the presentations. We want to get the word out. So if you work for an organization or affiliated with an organization where we could present, we would be so happy and grateful to be provided with that opportunity. We also provide training. So if it's a gaming related company um, that was looking to provide an employee training, we also provide that training. Um so that those are that's one area. If you're interested in becoming an affiliate member and making a donation to the council, we'd be so grateful. Since we are a nonprofit organization, we are so grateful for any financial support that we can we can receive. And thank thanks to One SEO for serving as one of our gala sponsors. We really and you guys have always been very supportive, and we're grateful for that. So um, I would say by spreading the word about 800 Gambler, maybe become familiarized with our web. Website. If you or a loved one has a problem with gambling, please go to our website, uh, review our information, give us a call. We have helpline representatives. If you're struggling, they are kind, they are compassionate. Many of them have been in, are in recovery and have struggled with a gambling problem. They can provide you with resources and information to assist in your, in your recovery and assist your family in that. So, um, just remember that we're here, visit our website, give us a call. And, um, you know, just remember if you or someone, you know, has a problem with gambling to give us a call, we'd be more than happy to assist, uh, in, you know, getting life back together again for you. Uh, there's always a chance for a new beginning oh, and absolutely. we, it's never we can late. be your very, yep. We could be your very first step in, in, in that new beginning and, um, and overcoming, you know, a gambling addiction. Well, I know the team here has really enjoys working with you guys, and we really enjoy the fact that the whole purpose behind what you do is giving back to the community. So I am so glad that marketing is moving, you know, in a positive direction to where you guys are able to help more and more people each year. Um, and the event is going to be phenomenal, um, and we're happy to help spread the message. Again, just to kind of recap, if anybody is looking to get involved, go to 800gambler.org. You'll find all of the resources, all of the contact information there. Uh, if you're still not quite sure, please reach out to us, myself, and any team member here at 1SEO. We'll be happy to make that connection. Felicia, thank you so much for being in the den. I thank you. For June 9th, super excited to come out and, and enjoy and support uh, what you guys are doing and, and honor Mr. Wexler and everything that he's been able to accomplish in 55 years of, of gambling sobriety, right? So yes, yeah. Thank you so much for this opportunity, CJ. We really appreciate it. Thank you. And all your support, all the support that one SEO gives us truly. You got it. Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you again. Right. And everybody, nice. this has been another episode of In the Den. We look forward to seeing you next time.